Archer didn't have a dog or cat like many children do, but he did have an ostrich, a badger, and a giraffe. Helmsley House was filled with creatures on all four floors and in all of the rooms. They lined the narrow staircases and still narrower halls. They were all stuffed with fluff and couldn't do a thing, but that didn't bother Archer. And because he had no brothers or sisters to speak to, Archer spoke to the animals. Good morning, Badger, Archer said on his way to the kitchen. How's the weather? I'm sorry to say the rainy autumn continues, the Badger replied. This moisture does a terrible number on the fur. Just look at this poof. Archer gave the Badger a pat on the head. I never would have noticed, he lied. The Badger's fur always looked a frightful mess when the humidity was high. Mrs. Helmsley poked her head from the kitchen door. Who are you speaking to? she asked. Oh, no one, said Archer. Just myself. He stepped beneath his mother's frown and into the kitchen. After eating his breakfast of tea with milk and toast with jam, Archer began exploring. He wandered down the first floor hallway and into the conservatory, a glass room filled with glass cases that stuck out into the back garden and pressed his face against one that was filled with bizarre jungle insects. It's good these are dead, he thought. One, he was certain, would turn his head purple if it latched onto his toe, Another, he assumed, would dig its way under his skin and decide to start a family deep inside. Very good indeed. Along the walls were more glass cases holding row after row of neatly aligned butterflies. Archer noted these were not of the variety one might take an interest in and chase after. On the contrary, it appeared as though these might take an interest in and chase after you. Best to avoid these butterflies he said to the giraffe. A wise choice, my dear, the giraffe replied. I shudder every time I look at them. Do you think we should even call them butterflies? He asked. Perhaps a name like Shudderflies would be more accurate, said the giraffe. Archer grinned. <laughs> yes, these are definitely Shudderflies. He turned to leave, but nearly hit the ceiling when he discovered his mother standing behind him. Her hands were holding her hips in place. Who are you speaking to? She insisted. Oh, no one, he replied. Just myself. Archer slipped beneath her furrowed brow and continued on his way. Glockenspiel and Scuttlebutt Archer's mother, Helena E. Helmsley, hosted frequent dinner parties at Helmsley House. The guests of these events were always eager to see the home that belonged to the renowned explorers. Archer, on the other hand, was never excited to see the guests. It's going to be a big one tonight, he said, consoling the ostrich with a pat on the back. Don't touch me, snapped the ostrich. I told you not to come near me with those filthy hands. Archer apologized and slowly backed away. The ostrich was like that sometimes. It's often the case that adults look at children as if they were nothing more than bizarre museum exhibits. For a boy like Archer, in a house like his, this treatment was worse, much worse. So on these nights he tried his best, often with little success to escape upstairs. Archer, said Mrs. Helmsley, just as he put his foot on the stair, I would like to introduce you to Mr. Glockenspiel. He owns an award-winning ballpoint pen factory in Germany. Archer turned and approached this well-whiskered man. 
Good evening, Mr. Glob of Seal, he said. Mr. Glockenspiel frowned. Mr. Helmsley tried his best not to laugh. Mrs. Helmsley found the task much simpler. It's Glockenspiel, she insisted. Glock in spiel. That is correct, huffed the glob of seal. Archer was glad this man's name was not glob of seal. You wouldn't go very far with a name like that. I'm sorry, Mr. Gawk and Squeal, he said. Mr. Helmsley nearly burst. Mrs. Helmsley grabbed Archer's arm. She ushered him away from the glob of seal and assigned him the task of carrying a tray of cucumbers around to the guests. Just smile and nod, she said, her hazel eyes looking terribly grave. There's no need to say another word tonight. While making his cucumber rounds, Archer spotted a scraggly-looking gentleman sneaking down the halls as though he knew them well. Archer was curious and followed and watched as the man stumbled into an empty room. Archer poked his head through the door, but nearly shouted and dropped the cucumbers when he discovered the man staring straight back at him.